On today's Locked On Bama, we ask the question, does the SEC really need the rest of the country? Uh, you know, we'll see. Jimmy and I will talk about it. Y'all hang in there and uh, listen to us today. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, too. We appreciate that. Here we go with Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Lockdown. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy. Oh, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing just fine. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't now, but it it is like I'm watching an old Godzilla movie because your mouth is moving um, after I hear your voice. A little scary uh, in the sense that you're just are are you warning me that a eighty foot tall lizard is about to uh, uh, Godzilla stomp all over my little town here? Either that, or there's been a DJ Fluker sighting because he's big. <laughs> um, he is down big. there in the Mobile area. Uh, Jimmy, let's go ahead yes. and and knock this out. Jimbo Fisher continues to talk for absolutely no reason you know on twitter the thing is now where it goes nobody absolutely nobody nobody ever and then something it's like somebody does something it's like nobody asked nobody wanted anymore jimbo fisher went on some news station and in true jimbo fisher fashion sounding just like a guy who's guilty of literally everything um he speed talks his way through an interview and then when the interviewer's like oh because Jimbo said something like, hey, I did some digging around. Only one of our uh, enrolling guys has an NIL deal. Only one. Only one. I checked it out. And the guy goes, oh, that's wild. Why, why do you think everybody's saying otherwise? Because they're all lying. Everybody's lying. Everybody's lying but me. Everybody. Everybody's lying. I can't. Are you lying? Do you know how to lie? Do you do research? Do you do research at all? And I was thinking, let the man ask you a question. Because my question would be, okay, well, how many NIL deals do your uh, freshmen that haven't enrolled have? That's a good question. You know, is that's not a bad question. And as you know, and I guess he was scared. Jimbo Fisher it would it would light a M eighty up his butt, and he'd just go firing out of the room. Um, <laughs> but you know, it look, Jimbo is quickly becoming one of the most hated coaches in college football. If you ask me, I'm not sure he's doing himself a lot of favors. He was a jerk to that uh to that reporter. I mean, a jerk. That reporter didn't spark or say anything too wrong and and jimbo just sort of tore into him and this is a friendly this is a san antonio local news guy it's not espn or 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 someone from birmingham i mean this was local and 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 then then jimbo lights him up with the friendly fire hey look this is what i think is going to happen and you know i've been right on jimbo before i don't know if i'll be right this time this is pure speculation i'm not telling y'all facts but this is what i believe is going to happen is that down the road at some point, maybe SEC media days, when he's really confronted with this by unfriendly media, uh, I think it's going to come out, or, or, or my guess is it will come out that what Jimbo has been saying is a partial truth and potentially a the biggest bald-faced lie ever, which is the collective, Texas A&M's collective, the collective that works with A&M, 
has paid all of these guys probably large sums. And when confronted with this, Jimbo's going to say, I didn't lie about a thing. I said, we. I said, Texas A&M. I said, me. We didn't pay anything. I don't know what the collective is doing. That's not us. That's somebody else. I don't know. We're not even allowed to know what they're doing. Well, I'll just say this. If that, if it plays out that way, and there's no way for me to know that, but if it plays out that way, that is the most, I mean, I'm telling you, that, that, that it is pure negligence for a head coach not to know what's going on with the collective that's serving his school's interests. It's negligent because is that Jimbo? Oh, uh, they're making all our players ineligible. I don't care. I don't know. That's not my business. You don't think it's his business to know that his kids could be ineligible or might be ineligible if the collective isn't following uh, the rules as they're supposed to follow it. You don't think Jimbo cares what the collective is paying his players. Now that's just speculating if he's going to use that sort of double talk to get out of this later by saying, no, no, no. I was saying Jimbo Fisher paid nobody. I was saying Texas A&M paid nobody. I didn't say anything about this collective. I don't know anything about them, which he's already said, by the way. He's already yeah, said. And Jimmy, here's what's funny. Um, so if he thinks, if he doesn't know what's going on with the collective and he doesn't know that what the collective does or where they are or who even to call, he can't even call them collect. Let's say, does he think that he just, man, I've never signed more than one five star in my career. And I must be doing something right. It reminded me of this while you, and this, I'm telling you, um, when I was young and I grew up in, in Ellic City on Lake Martin, and we were like last to get everything. I mean, last to get cable. I mean, they just didn't run cable down to the lake for the longest time. And I'll never forget, um, one day I went down to my television downstairs and I started flipping the channels still this dial television started flipping the channels and I was getting all these channels and the, the two cable guys were still there. And I just thought they were TV repair guys. I didn't know what the hell they were. And I went up to him. I said, man, I don't know what you two guys did, but in, in the last five minutes, I've been getting like every channel I could possibly get on my dial. They were like, yeah, we're with the cable company and we installed cable. I mean, so, I mean, what I'm saying is it reminded me of, hey, something, you guys must be magic and I must be the luckiest bastard ever because I just started changing channels and now I'm getting everything. And when really the answer is you're not just lucky in signing a bunch of five stars this year, the collective has helped you. And again, what's the big, you can say what's the big deal. I guess the NCAA is saying, yeah, it could be a big deal potentially. And maybe it is. But I guess the way he understands the rules, it's not a big deal. So why not own up to it? But we've been down that road so much, Jimmy. I want to go ahead and tell everybody about Bet Online. Bet Online is where you want to go because that's where the game starts. I've told you this a hundred times. I don't even know why I need to tell you anymore. Our partners at Bet Online know that they're the number one source for all of your sports wagering information and needs. I mean, you can get whatever you want at Bet Online. I'm telling you. It's the best betting website on this planet. There might be another betting website on another planet that's just as good. I don't know. What? Could be. Could, Could be. be. We don't know that there's not. Yeah. We don't know that a and collectives paid anybody anything at all. 
We don't know. Uh, but go to Bet Online. They've got everything you can bet on Major League Baseball. You can bet on college football futures, NFL futures, whatever. At Bet Online, at the NBA playoffs, it's hot and heavy right now. Go to Bet Online. That's where the game starts. Jimmy, let's uh, talk about basketball here for a minute. Dominic Welch, a transfer from St. Bonaventure, has signed with the Crimson Tide. Uh, this is a good shooter. Uh, seems like a, a Nate Oates kind of player. I do want to uh, speak truthfully on this. He's. It doesn't seem like he was necessarily our first choice. Right. Uh, we went after some other dudes, didn't get them. That's the way the ball bounces sometimes in this transfer portal. And um, But it sounds like this guy's pretty doggone good. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy with it. I think we need to, to, to put another player uh, on the court. Now, we also need to play. Maybe we didn't it'd – be, yeah, it'd be great if we could get a superstar that averaged 25 points a game in a Power 5 league. That'd be great. And not a lot of dudes out there like that. And like you've said in the past, this roster is pretty talented. So this has to be a guy that understands, hey, I'm coming to help the team, not be the team. That's right. Uh, right or wrong, I think our roster is viewed as as complete and good and, and pretty talented. And I think that's what hurt us with uh, some of our high profile targets. We tried to sign, you know, the Bridges kid from West Virginia and Lucas from Oregon State. And and, and there were others, uh, some high profile guys even. But uh, a lot of players sort of looked at our roster and went, where am I going to? find minutes there and, that, and that's that's good news in the sense that the kids sort of view our roster as pretty talented so you know uh i like welch a lot actually i, I think he can really help us i think uh welch is likely to um play substantial minutes i think he's going to share a shooting guard spot with namari burnett uh and whoever's playing shooting guard can also play some at the three he's he's long enough to do that uh, so I so I think he's a wing shooter, a, a, a two guard, and there will be minutes for him. Uh, is he awesome? No, I mean that's the thing about about a, a portal guy like Welch. I mean, what's gonna set me off a little bit is if I see somebody thinking this oh this this kid's an NBA player. Well, probably not. He's been eligible for the NBA draft for like three or four years. He just went through the NBA draft process and got out of it. Uh, that's not promising if you're thinking, oh, this kid's going to just explode at Alabama. Well, you know, he's probably not. On the other hand, if you're poo-pooing it because he played at St. Bonaventure, I would tell you, oh, you mean the team that probably would have beat our ass down the stretch? I mean, we weren't as good as St. Bonaventure down the stretch. I mean, in, in you know, March, uh, when we were lost in the SEC tournament to Vanderbilt, we lost in the NCAs. I don't know that we'd have beat St. Bonaventure. So, I think this guy's coming from a good program. Uh, he, he's a fit with what we need, and he's going to help us. And that's what you need. You need help. You, uh, we we did we don't necessarily need a big star. And uh, I think the 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 toothpaste was out of the tube on that. I, I don't know if that was going to be available to us. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. We we hit such a skid towards the end. Um, you know what? I just it just made me think about. Who is St. Bonaventure? I, I see St. Bonaventure, born uh, Giovanni Duff uh, Fadanza, was an Italian medieval Franciscan scholar, theologian, and philosopher, the seventh minister general of the orders of Friars Minor. He was also Cardinal Bishop of Albano. 
Albano. And this is uh, who St. Bonaventure is named after? I guess, because I was thinking like, I, I was first going to be kind of a smart ass and say, you said we couldn't beat St. Bonaventure. I, I was going to say we couldn't beat Diablo Bonaventure. I mean, what's the opposite of St. Bonaventure? I couldn't think of what that is. So, uh, and then I said, well, it makes me wonder who St. Bonaventure was. He was an actual you know, person. To stay cool and relevant, you know, they're the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Yeah. To stay cool and relevant, they should change their nickname to the Bronnies and be just named after LeBron's kid. Oh, he's God. Like, and, yeah. Cool. NIL, baby. Oh, yeah. He's got like a billion Instagram followers and. And even his prom date was uh, uh, analyzed by thousands on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I would go with the St. Bonaventure Brawnies, and uh, that would be cool. I'd sign up for that. I'd get the shirt. I'd get a jersey. Well, it sort of goes along with my thinking of I can't wait to follow the Alabama Crimson Arch Mannings next year. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we want to talk about this SEC playoff idea. All right, so apparently there's this idea out there that the SEC could do, like, what, an 18 playoff and have their yep. own championship? That's right. I just don't like – I mean, there's there's got to be some negotiating ploy about that. I just don't – that doesn't make a lot of sense. No, right? and I, I'm never going to be a, a – I mean, I'm a traditionalist. All, all this stuff – is scaring me. I mean, you know, the NIL stuff, the portal, the new playoff, the expandment, it, it just the internet. Ultimately what I'm concerned about Luke is a bunch of people that don't care about college football, that don't really know college football are going to be the ones who decide everything. And you know, whether it's judges or, 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 or the U S Congress or, or the president or, just somebody that doesn't know and love college football, and and, and we're going to have this new game and system foisted upon us that just doesn't make any sense. But about the SEC thing, I'm with you. I think this is some sort of a negotiating ploy. I think what the SEC would like to do is expand to uh, a 12-team playoff, uh, and it has about four or five automatic qualifiers and and maybe eight that are that are there by invite. Uh, based on best available teams. Do you think the uh, SEC wants auto qualifiers? I don't. Yeah, I think they do as long as it's a few, as long as it's just a few, as long as it's like four or five or six, uh, and there's still uh, room for as many as six wild cards. I think they'd be all right with that. Uh, I, they damn sure don't want a playoff where it's just nothing but automatic qualifiers. That's not in the SEC's best interest, and frankly, it's stupid. But – uh Hey, uh, I got to be objective, too. I, I think an SEC playoff is stupid. I don't want to play a full – look, this is what really gets to me in all the sports, and now the college football will be joining it. I don't want to see a 12-game schedule that includes nine SEC games, and all we've done at the end of all of that is come up with seeding for half the league to make the championship tournament. Yeah. All that does is cheapen those regular season games. And I'm like, you son of a bitches, why did you make me pay all that money to go to all those games and cheer my lungs out for what? For what? To determine who's the third seed and who's the fifth seed? When half the league makes the playoff, you can go seven and five and be in the playoff? Uh, I, I'll be so upset about that. And, and I'm upset about that in any sport, by the way. I hate when 
it's such a screw job to the fans when you cheapen the regular season and make it all about the postseason, then why are you charging so much money for these regular season games? Why do you want us to care so much when really it doesn't matter, does it? So I would hate for college football and particularly the SEC to turn into that. No, I agree. Um, And Jimmy, we're going to go ahead and stop it right there because what I'm afraid of there for a while, if we had continued on with the podcast, the way you were moving your own camera phone, you were moving it down further and further down your face and we were going to wind up somewhere around your belly button if you had continued on that rant. (laughs) Belly button if you're lucky. Um, I was getting upset. And I'm still getting, I'm, 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 I'm upset. I mean, I just read this, you know, an hour and a half ago and it's just now kind of sinking in about how, Hey, you know, when you make these threats, even if it's a bluff, you can find yourself backed in a corner and, and then, then you're doing it, you know? And I just think it's a non-serious, it's non-serious to me. And I don't want the, the SEC to play an 18 playoff and then crown the winner, the national champion. That's it's cheap. It's sick. It's dumb. Yeah. No. And it's not right. And the SEC champ, we're all SEC homers here. That's, that's not right. I mean, if we earn, if we earn it in a way that Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M and Georgia all go to the national championship in this 14 playoff format, I can live with that. I could certainly live with that. But if we just, if we can only invite SEC teams, I'm not down for that. I'm just not. I mean, yep. we got to put some Notre Dames and some US. Well, I don't know about USC. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice to put USC. Maybe USA will get there this year. That's something I want to talk about later is like outlook for next year and, and our early predictions for uh, next season in terms of other teams outside of Alabama. But we will talk about that in the next podcast. We also get to that question that one of our listeners threw out there about the assistance. Totally forgot to do that this time, but I will do it next time. I'm pretty sure. Um, (laughs) All right. Until next time, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.